Welcome to the Covenant Journey Podcast. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to deepen your faith, knowledge, and love of our Lord Jesus as we explore the timeless treasures of the Bible. Join us now as we explore God's Word. Welcome to the Covenant Journey Podcast. I'm Matt Staver. We're going to be talking today about John chapter 9. This is an amazing chapter. We have been studying the book of John, but we've skipped over a few chapters. Last time we ended on chapter 5, and the reason why I'm going to chapter 9 is because of the connection between these two chapters. Chapter 5, if you remember, is the man who was paralyzed for 38 years. He went to the pools of Bethesda seeking healing, but he never got it. That was a place that ultimately became infected by paganism, and that's where he was going to try to get his source of healing. And then on the Sabbath day, he encountered Jesus, and that day changed his life. You remember that he healed the man, miraculously this man who was not able to walk for 38 years, was then able to walk, and it was the Sabbath day. And so the religious leaders of that day were very upset. They ultimately, at the end of that chapter, sought to kill Jesus. One, because he didn't observe the Sabbath in the way that they wanted him to observe it. And two, he had made himself equal with God by saying that he could forgive sins. Well, chapter 9 is another story of the healing of the man who was born blind. As I mentioned in the story of the man at the pools of Bethesda who was paralyzed, in the New Testament, where Jesus goes to Jerusalem, he only does two categories of healings. Now, when he's in Tiberias, the Galilee, and outside of Jerusalem, he does all kinds of healings, a wide variety of healings. But the only kind of healings he does in Jerusalem itself include two categories, healing those who are paralyzed or lame and those who are blind. And that goes probably back to the time when Jerusalem was founded by King David. The Jebusite king was controlling that area at the time and taunted David by saying, you're so weak, we're so powerful that we can put the blind and the lame as our guards on the wall and you won't be able to penetrate them. You're so weak, go away. And there was this proverb that developed over time about a negative view of the blind and the lame. And the blind and the lame were outcast of society, somewhat like the beggars are today when you pass them on the street. And they also were not permitted to go into the temple. Well, in the New Testament, Jesus restores all that in the Gospels, and he actually heals the blind and the lame, and he then takes them into the temple. Chapter 5 is the story of healing the lame man, but let's begin with chapter 9, because it's the other account of healing someone who, in this case, was born blind. Chapter 9, verse 1. As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither did this man sin nor his parents, but that the works of God might be revealed 
in him. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. While I am the light of the world, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And when he had said this, he spat on the ground, and he then made mud from the saliva, anointed the man's eyes with the mud, and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went away, washed, and came back seen. Now, everything that's mentioned in the scriptures is there for a reason. We skip over the fact that Jesus is healing a man who, unlike the paralyzed man, used to be able to walk and something happened to him that caused his paralyzation. This man was never able to see. He was blind from birth. He was never able to see. Now, it's different if you were born with the ability to see and you lost your sight. That means that the physical mechanics of sight were originally there at birth, and something happened to damage one of those physical properties that allow you to see. So, if a man is born blind, that means some of those physical properties never existed. Maybe it was an optic nerve. We don't know. But something was missing in that seeing process. A physical or physical components were not there. So when Jesus spit on the ground and made clay, what does it remind you of? It reminds you of in the beginning when God made Adam from what? The dust of the ground. And he breathed and he formed him from that dust of the ground. And he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and he became a living person. Jesus did that same thing. He took the dust of the ground, made it into clay as in the beginning, that's how Adam was made. He made it into clay and he put it on the man's eyes, but he told the man something strange. He wanted the man to participate and to believe and to act on that belief. Go wash in the pool of Siloam. And the man apparently was able to get there. He obviously knew his way. He was probably close to the pool of Siloam. That pool of Siloam has been discovered, and you can visit it if you go to Israel, and we take people to the pool of Siloam, and we actually share this very story on site where the pool of Siloam has actually been discovered. And that pool was a water source for the temple. So this man goes to the pool of Siloam, and he puts water into his hands, puts them up on his eyes, and he washes away the mud on his eyes. And amazingly, darkness turns to light. That which he was never able to see, he could see. And he came back seeing. Now, verse 8, the neighbors, therefore, and those who saw him that he was blind before said, isn't this he who sat and begged? Now, we're going to continue our story of this amazing chapter because this man who was an outcast, a beggar, becomes a person who is bold 
because he had a personal encounter with Jesus Christ. And he didn't know how Jesus did it. He just knew, hey, I was blind, and now I see. I was blind, and now I see. That personal encounter with Jesus Christ changed this man's life forever. Take a look at John chapter 9, because it is that personal encounter with Jesus Christ that all of us should seek. We were blind, but now we see. Because we know Jesus has changed our lives, there is no reason to be intimidated. There is no reason to be worried. There is no reason to be down. There is no reason for fear. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. He's prepared a place for you, and he knows you by name. Continue to ponder uh, the miraculous encounter of Jesus, but not just with this man, with yourself as well. And it is completely transformative when you are in relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. For more information, visit covenantjourney.org. That's covenantjourney.org. This is Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Covenant Journey. You've been listening to the Covenant Journey podcast. We hope that we have informed, inspired, and encouraged you to deepen your faith, knowledge, and love for our Lord Jesus as we've explored the Word of God. Visit covenantjourney.org where you can obtain additional notes and information to enhance your study of the Scriptures. The website again is covenantjourney.org. You can also email us at cj at covenantjourney.org. Share this podcast with your friends. Visit covenantjourney.org.